Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network. I'm Sam Tiger, and I'm joined with my friend and co-host, Higgins Success, who had a birthday yesterday. Uh, we're back again this week, and joining us this week, we have a special guest. He's a CFL scout, former professional athlete, coach, trainer, motivational speaker. He does it all. Rashad Rich is with us today, um, as we do with Every show, we kind of like to chat about what we did this weekend. And once again, Higgins, happy birthday. Rashad, thank you so much for coming on. So how's everybody? How was your weekend? Weekend was amazing. I didn't do anything too crazy. Has it snowing? In the house. Yes, it's snowing out here. It's I'm staying snowing. away from the whole COVID mess. Yeah, so. yeah. Higgins, you were in Texas and you ate. I saw what you were eating and it was... <laughs> The diet did not come this weekend. Hey, um, hey, welcome, Rashad and Sam. How you doing? Yeah, so, you know, I, I was in Texas for the weekend. And, you know, before I left, I, I made sure that I, I got a last workout in with my trainer, JT. Mm-hmm. And I told him, man, like, you know, I've, I've been doing good for a month. You know, I've been taking care of my diet, my eating. No Wendy's. I, you know, I, I had to do it. You know, I'm in Texas, so... I had to have some Texas barbecue, so I did that. Uh, had some chicken and corn on the cob and mac and cheese, so I, I did the whole nine. Did you get a cowboy hat and boots? Nah, no cowboy hat and boots, but mm-hmm. I, I tried this donut spot. It's called Voodoo Donuts. It, it's like on 6th Street, downtown Austin, and the best donuts I ever had, hands down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about I, you? Did, did you do anything? Um, No. No, it was my first weekend like home in a while. So I kind of just caught up on things and, you know, no, nothing. Didn't even get to sit in the spot because there wasn't any football <laughs> on. So I mean, they had a virtual pro day, th- pro, uh, pro bowl thing going I on. I didn't watch that. <laughs> I forgot. I caught like the last five minutes of it. As a kid, I loved the pro bowl. Like I would be that person. I was that person that bought pro bowl jerseys. I have like maybe four Peyton Manning pro bowl jerseys somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where they are, but I loved the pro favorite, bowl. Do you have a favorite pro bowl moment? No, no, no. I a do. couple Sh- years. Or, do okay. you Rashad? Absolutely. The Sean Taylor hit. <laughs> I knew you was going. That there. was, yeah. <laughs> I knew you was going there. Favorite moment. <laughs> I think that's majority of our favorite moments. It's not too many big plays that you can remember from Pro Bowl because you know guys just having fun but that one moment man I think everyone know exactly where they were and what they were doing yeah mm-hmm. only only Sean Teller would do that though just because it's it's one of those things a lot of times like you said at Pro Bowl they try to everyone try to be cool no injuries right income Sean Teller is just a whole different different thing it's Super Bowl week and you can get in on all of the action at betonline.ag. As I've said before, I'm not a better, but if I was, it would be really hard. People always say don't bet against Tom Brady. However, Tampa Bay, the first team in history to play for the title on their own home field, is currently a three and a half point underdog against Kansas City, looking for back to back titles for the first time in almost two decades. It's going to be a great game. I'm super excited. 
Bet Online has hundreds of props on the game, including game MVP, margin of victory, and even the length of the national anthem. Now, that's something I might bet on. Anyways, Bet Online's always available online or on your mobile device. Visit Bet Online today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's get into it. So, Rashad, um, we talk a lot about the pandemic on this show. We started the show during the pandemic and how it's impacted our lives as agents, as well as really kind of what we're dealing with in the sports industry and how COVID's impacted it. How has the pandemic impacted your role as a scout? I mean, we know what the CFL was and wasn't last season, um, coach and in the training field with, you know, the players you work with. Yeah, as far as as far as being a scout, it actually made it so we couldn't we couldn't go to any games this year. So at the beginning, it's funny because I had all my I had my schedule all together, mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, I have these games all planned out. And then um, right as we approached that first game, we got an email that went went out um, to everyone, letting us know that for the next few months we can't attend any games. So it was a lot of film watching. Um, I'm always I'm all I'm very vocal on social media. So I try to, you know, talk to people there and try to just see if I can actually get a hold of some highlights or whatnot, and then um, do my evaluations as well. What's going on? I mean, as much as you can tell us um, with things going on now. So like we're going into next year's draft. I know the CFL, you know, free agency just opened uh, yesterday. Um, what exactly are are things looking a little bit more normal now or is it or is it still in that kind of adapt and see what happens kind of mental state kind of like how we are as agents things continuously change so is that like the same for you yeah so right now everyone is at a point everyone's working as if things are going to happen mm-hmm. right so that that's the hopes that's what everyone everyone have their head down because at the end of the day if we don't we don't act like that let's say the season happens we want to make sure we're prepared mm-hmm. so um that that's what's going on now everyone have their everyone's focused in acting as if the season's going to happen so yeah that's good i mean it was tough it really was and i think that it was something that you know we say it all the time it's totally out of our control but it still was really difficult and i think it impacted a lot of people i mean i know a lot of people lost jobs and um you know, it was felt on a, furloughs. a yeah, yeah. People's getting furloughed. It, it's a, it was a lot. And especially with some of the scouts, if with some of us, like, if you don't go to the games, then you're not going to get paid. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things as well. So it, it was a ma- major impact, but it caused, it caused us to do a lot more um, film watching, which mm-hmm. is, which is good. Um, and then it allowed me to actually do more research on players. Yeah. I think too. Yeah. You're, you're required to work in a different way. And I think that there were certain things that I learned during the pandemic that I'll take with me throughout, you know, moving forward. And I probably, maybe I wouldn't have thought that way beforehand. And I think too, I mean, I know at least on the NFL side before they didn't really, they weren't too open to like send over videos and stuff. And I mean, I think that I, I get that, but we had to kind of change things up this year. And I mean, the weight that virtual pro days um, held, I don't know. It depends, I guess you could say, but I think it did open up kind of a new uh, era. When Higgins and I talked in our last show too, like Zoom is going to be huge in this draft class, um, 2021. So I think 
that's never been before. Higgins seems to think it's going to be, um, what did you, how, how did you phrase it, Higgins? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't remember the exact phrase, but I definitely think that it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be watered down a bit. You know, it, it, it won't have that raw emotion feel. As, you know, as far as players being in front of the scouts or being in front of, you know, that being right across the table from a guy, you know, asking you, you know, is your mom a prostitute, for, for instance, right? The infamous um, combine um, interview, apparently, that Dez was asked that question during the combine when he was Never coming out, right? So, you know, that raw feeling, I feel like it's going to take away from that being virtual this year. How do you feel yeah. about that? It's Rashad? always better. It feels it's always better to be in person. It's just like you said, that raw feeling. But it's, I've kind of part of me kind of feel like it's about to be the new normal. Mm-hmm. We're about to start depending on this for a little bit. So yeah, it's just again, that's just one of those things. Again, controlling what we can control. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of just ignore it in a sense. Most most definitely, most definitely. I'm all for Zoom. I got my <laughs> light. I have you know, it's all You're good. a Zoomer. You're a Zoomer. <laughs> what can I but, say? Hey, oh, uh, I mean, Richard. So you, you're a former, you know, professional player, and now you're on the other side, and you're you're a scout, right? So I want to know pretty much how do you feel like that helped you, and as far as in the scouting department, being a former player, especially if you're scouting the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, with your mm-hmm. experience and, and your your expertise, you know, you kind of have a leg up on a scout maybe who didn't play the game at a high level. Right. So I can actually, I can talk about that one for a good little bit, but I'm going to be brief. <laughs> so no, it's, it's funny. I think I have an advantage because of the fact that um, I've seen guys from lower level levels that could actually play that did not get that opportunity, you know? So now that I'm on the other side and I'm actually able to compare the guys from the big schools or NFL guys compare them to the small school guys, it's like, okay, now I can really pinpoint, okay, this is why this person's not making it. And then as it makes it easier for me to actually be able to see, okay, if they get with the right coach, are they gonna actually be able to develop? So mm-hmm. it, it really, it gave me a completely different eye, um, you know, being coming from being a player. And from being a player, it actually allowed me to actually experience something that I want all the players who who's going through the process now to go through. It's a certain mentality that I want certain players, especially if I'm recruiting them, that I want them to have. I want them to have that that go-getter, that um, never giving up, never give up attitude. Um, those are the things that's going to take them a long way. Um, and it's not even just about on the like on the field at that on that day. It's like later on in the season as time go. Are they going to continue to be consistent and being able to, you know, let's say things not going their way. Let's say they're not getting that the time that they want. Are they going to pout about it and they're going to, are they going to, you know, walk away from the team or are they going to put their, put their head down and actually go after what's theirs and be patient until their time comes up. So being a player that, being a player that helped me to really adjust and see things in a different light. You do a lot of talking. (laughs) on your social media and you're very vocal which is something I definitely definitely I know the players they they like it and sometimes you know it sparks something and I think you get some people in their feelings which is a good thing 
Um, but you do a lot of talking with uh, young athletes and the role that like their mindset um, plays in this entire process, whether you're a free agent, whether you, like you said, you don't feel you're getting the playing time or you're having an issue. What do you feel like the biggest misconception that young players have about playing at the next level? I mean, I see it all the time. We hear it all the time as agents. I'm being slept on. Um, you know, I was the best in such and such, you know, everybody's against me. I mean, and to us, it's kind of one of those things we, we hear it, but I mean, I understand the frustration, but I mean, what's your take on that? I think a lot of players give politics too much credit. You see, and I say that for a reason. Now there's definitely politics in football. There's definitely politics in sports period, Mm -hmm. but have those some of those players really sat back and watched their film that they're sending out to these teams? Mm-hmm. Have they watched their, have they um, actually evaluated their self to actually see if they really are as good as what they say they are? One thing I challenge everyone, every athlete to do um, when it comes to saying that they deserve a shot, go to that team's roster and point out somebody that you're actually better than that you, I'm talking about not, not the same, not equal. We don't want you, like when we go out, we scout, we don't just want somebody who's just equal, who's just going to come in and do the same thing of what we already have. Why would you? The way you're going to get your opportunities, if you, exactly, the way you're going to get your opportunity is if you're better than what we have. And mm-hmm. so free agents, my main point to, my, to the free agents, this one of the reasons I'm very vocal is a lot of free agents, they, they don't really work. You see, they, they work, but they don't. What I mean by that is they, they can be doing a lot more. They have to understand that in order for them to get that shot, they really have to be better than what we already have. Mm-hmm. And in order to be better than what we already have, you have to do things that other people won't dare to do. What does the social media aspect play? So now when it comes to social media, right? And I purposely, I'm on social media on purpose. I want to see, I want to, I want to be able to dig deep and see who certain people really are. So mm-hmm. with social media, there's some free agents out there who I've come across who have pictures of themselves, um, you know, with, with firearms or, you know, just showing that they, that they're very, that they're doing inappropriate things. Now people got to understand that, yes, we look at that. We do. We definitely watch that. Mm-hmm. And we watch that for a reason. We want to make sure that who we bringing in, we want to make sure that you are able to actually represent the organization. Mm-hmm. And so, and the reality of it is, especially CFL, we talk about millions, billion dollar organizations. When you walk around, you're representing us. So we have to make sure that you're able to carry yourself in public and everything too. So I always tell people it's your social media really does matter because that's like a, that's a walking that's resume. your billboard. Yeah. Walking resume. Yes. So I say the same thing to some of my guys. I say, you know, think of it this way. If you want me to be your agent and I'm posting crazy stories of doing these absolutely absurd things, you know, Sam's at that, like, I'm, I was, I was going to give a really bad example, but I'm not going to do that, but I'm doing some crazy things, having way too much fun for my 30 year old self. And then, you know, would you want that to be your agent and think of it that way too as the team are is that who they're going to want to represent your organization I mean 
you know, there's nothing wrong with having fun and doing things, but you know, you got to be smart about it because it can turn around. And to piggyback, to even piggyback off that is guys, you're, you're a free agent. So being that you're a free agent, you have little to no room for error, Mm -hmm. you know? So if you, if you're doing, you know, posting controversial things, it's like, okay, we can get another you. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, yeah. We, I think we go across the country. We travel across the country. So it's like we're seeing millions of people. So it's about that, those people who's going to actually stand out. And we look at everything. So I think you both have made good points, actually great points. And mm-hmm. I know I can relate to some of it myself uh, back in my time when I was in college. So I, I want uh, Rashad, to- he played at the University of Florida. <laughs> Let's just shout be, out, be clear about shout I was on the okay. roster at the university. And I went South Plate. So, I, but I think about that time as a walk-on and, you know, I, it's kind of like being a free agent pretty much. So for me, I had to make sure if I had any chance of even sniffing playing time, everything had to be in order, right? So I had to make sure that I had some of the, I had one of the highest GPAs on the team. I had to make sure that, you know, I was always in the right place at the right time. If, if meeting starts at three, I'm there at 2.45. You know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm near the front. I have my notepad. I have everything. So coach can see, okay, success taking good notes. He's probably not even going to look at my notes, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not part of the game plan, but it's there, right? So I had to make sure that, you know, practice. I'm, I'm there on time. I'm going all out. I'm, I'm giving 100% on scout team just to make sure to even get an opportunity. So I, I think when you guys mentioned that, for sure, it's, it's definitely the room for error. You know, it, it's a lot less for those guys on the outside. But at the same time, we do have to sit back and be honest. It depends on who's doing it, right? I, I mean, I, I watched the, the Bulls documentary. Rodman was a bad boy. <laughs> like, I mean, there was a lot <laughs> so of things that Phil was putting, putting up with that it's, 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 it's Rodman. You know, he's your best defender. Mm-hmm toughest guy what are you gonna do if he goes to vegas for a weekend just wait on him to come back (laughs) exactly and so that's the thing he was he was special right he was so that's the thing a lot of free agents they don't understand you guys like you have to humble yourself in a sense because you're at home right now right now you're in in the evaluation process you're you're good but you're not special so so now right now so now I'm going to say all of that to say this, though. How much of that do you put on the guys that are in the NFL? Because, again, it's a copycat league, both for players that are in and for younger guys trying to get in. Like, I remember when Odell came with the blonde afro and, and the mohawk. Every little kid in America had a blonde mohawk. So how much do you put on guys that are in the league being watched by guys that want to be in the league. Yeah. So they're seeing guys on social media that's already in, talking reckless, having fun, partying, doing certain things. Mm-hmm. So they, they may see that it's okay to do that. Like, hey, you know what? This NFL players do it. So I should do it because I want to be an NFL player. Yeah. So so when you talk about that, that's, that's fine. I'm talking about the ones who, you know, really doing controversial things. Got you. Like really posting like, like pictures with with firearms or right. okay. um, really like that's that's the stuff that I'm talking about. Okay. Um, the others like as far as dancing, the crazy hair. Honestly, if you want me to be honest, I really don't care <laughs> about that. You know, I want I want the personality. That's not really what I'm looking for. I'm just more I'm more looking to see. 
of course their character, see how they carry themselves, but can you can you get the job done? Yeah. When they call your name, are you gonna be able to actually get the job done? Yeah, I saw something, I think it was on I wanna say like Yahoo Sports posted this week and it was it was a the fun combine. Higgins, your favorite. We're sad the combine's not happening this year. Yeah, truly sad, man. <laughs> really sad. I, I trade my birthday for the combine. Man, Higgins, I didn't. Is that yeah. deep? It's it, it, that deep. <laughs> we enjoy the combine, anyways. It was a it was a combine story, but anyways, they were talking about um head coach of the Panthers was in an elevator um at the combine, and you know anybody that you know if you're at the combine, you can be in an elevator with anyone at any point in time. I have, you know, we've all been places and then you run into somebody. It's, it's one of the great things about the combine. Uh, there was a very, he didn't name who it was, but there was a very high profile prospect, obviously, you know, combine invited player in that elevator ride with him. And he said, you know, how long are you in an elevator? Usually what? 30 seconds to a minute at most, you know, he said during that point in time, whatever that player did said i don't know what it was he was like yeah i we got to get him off our board there's no fit for him in this team and i think that speaks volumes because i say it all the time i say it like i should just get this like tattooed on my forehead someone (laughs) is always watching you especially if you're in a setting like that i don't care whether you're at the showcase, like the College Gridiron Showcase, if you're at the Senior Bowl, if you are at the Combine, if you are at even, you know, a CFL Open Workout, if you're at a regional Combine, like you don't know who someone might, like they might just be dressed normal, not wearing a team shirt. You might not know. So you have no idea who's watching you or who might know who and X, Y, and Z. So during that short period of time, Whatever this player did, it it put a, you know, a, I don't want to say a bad taste, but whatever he did, he felt like he was not a good fit for the organization. So I think that speaks volumes because because you don't think, you know, you get in an elevator, you know, you're probably on the phone, whatever you're doing, um, that little bit of time can can change everything, and 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 vice versa. On the flip side, to add a positive to it, uh, Higgins said last week, you know, I always tell my guys, you know look people in the eye, shake their hand. You know, I know we're in COVID times and touching hands is not really look frowned upon a little bit, but, you know, be confident, like you said, and I think it can go both ways. And I thought that was, that was huge because someone is always watching and you don't know who's watching. It's funny because it's funny you say that because it's been a few times when I, um, like at a showcase or whatnot, I purposely go without a, without my polo on or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And just, I was just being in the middle of the crowd just talking and then like someone asked me okay what position you play like wide receiver and then just have a regular conversation with them (laughs) and then later on it's just like wait hold on he he's a scout yeah and it's like yeah like you gotta check yourself you know like it's one of those things and i'm not saying just my main thing you don't have to be all stuck up you don't just carry yourself a certain way and Mm -hmm. what i mean by that just don't be obnoxiously bad, you know? And as I say that for, for several reasons, all you got to do, nobody's perfect. Just, just relax and just be cool, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. And I think too, 
I saw it in Texas a little bit, um, you know, at these showcases at the all-star games at things like that, you know, you're off the field demeanor, like literally what you're doing, you know, if you're going and grabbing a drink of water, if you, you know, at the CFL workouts, when it's like 95 degrees out, you, you know, how hot those get, you know, players stand on the side, you know, drinking their water, you know, don't talk bad about other players there. I mean, you know, maybe you might not, you might think you're better than so-and-so, but you have no idea. And I mean, that's not, it's not a good look. Cause I mean, think about it. A team's going to put you on their team. You know, they don't want somebody in the locker room. That's going to be, you know, a toxic personality. So your personality anywhere you are is really what you are. And, and you are a walking billboard of yourself. Last but not least, Rashad. So we, I try to give advice, you know, Higgins tries to give advice to our clients and to, to players that reach out to us. If you could give players, you know, whether they're just players in general, they're not be free agents, a piece of advice that they might not be told enough from coaches, agents, trainers, you know, people that they have in their corner, I call it support systems. What would that be? My biggest advice would be if you really want that dream, you have to take the necessary steps. And that sounds very cliche, but let's dig a little deeper with that one. If you really want that dream, everyone, every male who plays football want to make it to the NFL. Mm -hmm. Everybody want to make it in high school, college, all of that. So are you willing to, so once you're a free agent, you're going to now have a regular, you now probably have a regular job and then you have to train as well, right? You have mm -hmm. to make, so are you willing to wake up at 6 a.m. or 5 a.m., get your workout in, go to work from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and then get another training session in in the evening? A lot of people, they claim that they're, they will do that, but they won't. They won't stay consistent with that. Mm -hmm. And so my biggest advice is be, be honest with yourself. Be true with yourself. And um, if that's a goal that you have, it can be achieved. You just have to make sure you do what other people won't dare to do in order to get something you never had. So Higgins, I don't know what you up to this weekend travel. Uh, Super Bowl weekend. So oh, it I'm is. Just, oh my God. Yeah, it so is Super Bowl <laughs> <weekend>. <laughs> I'll be finding somewhere to watch the Super Bowl and just relax, you know, Rashad, what do you, what are your thoughts on this Super Bowl? First thing I wouldn't, I would never vote. I would never bet against Tom Brady. <laughs> I just Speaking won't. Of betting, but at online.eu ad this week. So a little plug there. Continue, okay. Rashad. Yeah, I would never bet against Tom Brady, but who the Chiefs, they different. Mahomes. The Chiefs are different. <laughs> well, Mahomes so, and yeah. the company is a whole different beast, man. I know I've, I, I hear people say, you know, I'll never bet against Brady. I know. There's a reason why the Chiefs are favorite in this game, man. Are they? <laughs> yeah, they are. So, yeah, that it, I've seen it, but at the same at the same time, we've seen Brady work some magic. Yeah. So I that's why I'm, I'm staying away from the betting. I'm staying away. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I'm take the take the field goal, man. It's at I think it's at minus three right now. Take the field goal and. I just feel like it's 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 their time, man. It's, you know, when it was Brady's time and he had his game going and they had everything rolling, I feel like right now it's the Chiefs' time. I mean, I, I was I think I was reading something last week on social media where they didn't lose an assistant coach during this offseason. 
The so, Chiefs, yeah, I think right. So it's too. like you you can't really think of a great team like this that don't lose assistance. So something there have to be keeping those guys around. Saying, you know what, this is something special, man. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to leave this. It's the I'm barbecue. <laughs> do, do you realize that if if Tampa's offense just clicks, it's going to be unbelievable. But but you're talking about if we only if. seen just a little. Yes, yes. This is the biggest game, and it's Tom Brady. This is the biggest game of the year, and then we have Tom Brady's. I would not. I refuse. I'm telling you, I'm not betting. <laughs> you you can talk confident about the Chiefs, and I understand it because they look dangerous against the Bills. They look super dangerous, and you know the my poor the Bills. Bucks. The you're right, <laughs> the Bucks. They they didn't look as strong as the Chiefs, but just knowing Tom is just like. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead, eat some popcorn, watch the game, <laughs> enjoy <I know>. it. <laughs> Last year, I was in Miami for, shoot, I want to say four or five days for Super Bowl week, and I'm glad I'm not doing any of that this year. I'll be in the spot. <laughs> Case Tiger in the spot. Yep, the couch, the one spot I do not leave. But yeah, I mean... It should be good. Not too much going on. It's kind of a, it's definitely a different year. That's for sure. No events going on um, with the exception of the fan thing. So, so anyways, I am going to root for the Bucks, which means the Chiefs will win because I'm just bad luck. So <laughs> anyways, thank you so much, Rashad, for coming on. We truly appreciate it. I know a lot of these players are going to listen and parents, families, everybody that listens, um, definitely excited to, you know, drop the knowledge that, that we did tonight. So thank you so much for coming on. Most definitely. Thank you guys for having me. It's been a All pleasure. Right. Higgins. Thank you, Rashad. And for everyone out there, be sure to tune in each and every Friday morning on your favorite podcast platform. Shout out to Damon over at NFL Draft Diamonds. Uh, check them out. I know they're doing some wonderful work around this time of year with the uh, draft coming up and all of their different mock drafts so definitely head over there and check out uh, what they're doing there and as always help me help you show me the money listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube